we prepare ourselves for this Holy Mass, to prepare our hearts, to teach us to be open to the Word of God and to receive His body and blood. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We pray in this rosary for Pope Francis. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The first glorious mystery we contemplate, the resurrection of our Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. By the way, Father Lucas is hearing confessions in the back. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria, Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. The second mystery we contemplate the ascension of our Lord into heaven. Let us pray. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. As it was in the beginnings, now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria, Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. Third glorious mystery we contemplate the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and the disciples gathered with them. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
Ave, Ave, Ave María, Ave, Ave, Ave María. Fourth mystery, contemplate the assumption of Our Lady into heaven. We pray most especially for all the members of this parish, for Monsignor Watkins, the pastor, for Cardinal Gregory, our Archbishop, and for all the parishioners. Let us pray. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria, Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. 
fifth glorious mystery, we contemplate the crowning of Our Lady in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. We fly to your patronage, O Holy Mother of God. Despise not our petitions in our necessities, but deliver us from all danger. O ever living Lord's Virgin, amen. St. Joseph, St. John, St. John Henry Newman, Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Good evening to everyone. Welcome to Senans. Please rise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Tonight we welcome this group of freshmen that came to DC that gathered after all the first, after meeting the whole first semester by Zoom and participating a lot with AU Catholic from their homes. They finally were able to come and, and get together throughout this weekend. So we share with them and we're happy to have you in this Mass as well. This is the usual Mass where we had a you gathered, at least this year, because we cannot gather at campus. So welcome again. And let us prepare our hearts to this Holy Mass by opening it through repentance. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. 
May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever.
A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to all the people, saying, A prophet like me will the Lord your God raise up for you from among his own kin. To him you shall listen. This is exactly what you requested of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not again hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire any more, lest we die. And the Lord said to me, This was well said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin, and will put my words into his mouth. He shall tell them all that I command him. Whoever will not listen to my words which he speaks in my name, I myself will make him answer for it. But if a prophet presumes to speak in my name, an oracle that I have not commanded him to speak, or speaks in the name of other gods, he shall die. The word of the Lord. sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. If today you Let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us. For he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. If to today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Messiah in the desert, where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. If today you hear his voice, harden not your 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I should like you to be free of anxieties. An unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But a married man is anxious about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and he is divided. An unmarried woman or a virgin is anxious about the things of the Lord, so that she may be holy in both body and spirit. A married woman, on the other hand, is anxious about the things of the world, how she may please her husband. I am telling you this for your own benefit, not to impose a restraint upon you, but for the sake of propriety and adherence to the Lord without distraction. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, 
Capernaum was Jesus' headquarters during his public ministry in Galilee. He was indeed a, an, an itinerant preacher, as we can read in the gospel. For example, in Matthew, he went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, curing every disease and illness among the people. So he would go around. Still, he chose Capernaum as a place from where he would begin his missionary campaigns and to where he would return. Probably he chose Capernaum because in its surroundings lived at least five of his disciples, the tax collector Matthew and two pairs of fishermen brothers, Peter and Andrew and John and James. Moreover, it was one of the most populated cities in Galilee, located in the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee, right next to the mouth of the Jordan River. So surrounded by hills, it is still a beautiful place. And it was then a vibrant community with merchants coming and going around the lake and with one of the biggest synagogues of the area, of which we still have the, the ruins. Some argue that Jesus owned a simple house there, where he would live when he returned from his missions. For we read in Mark 2, when Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. So Capernaum stands as the place where the Son of Man lived with his disciples, where he taught, healed, and mingled with people in the ordinary life. It's a blessed place but it was also cursed by the Lord because of its hardness of heart. We read in Matthew eleven twenty three, And as for you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You will, be go down, you, go, you will go down to the netherworld. For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. These are Jesus' words. Capernaum, a place with signs and wonders from the Lord, a place where the power of God was at work, where Jesus himself lived and taught, and yet a place of resistance to him, a place of hardness of heart. And this is precisely what happened to the man at the synagogue today. He was there that Sabbath when Jesus rose to teach. You could think that he was a church-goer, not particularly fervorous, but still with the habit of going to church every week. That Saturday, Jesus taught with authority, not just, just repeating what other commentators had to say about the readings, but filled with the Holy Spirit, he offered the definitive explanation of the Old Testament readings. So there they had before their eyes a prophet like Moses, just as we heard from the first reading who knew by direct revelation from God the meaning and application of the scriptures. He was teaching as someone who knew what he was talking about. And as Jesus was teaching with authority, this man felt a deep rejection welling up from within. A strong movement to reject the teacher and his teachings all along. And he might have been ignorant of the fact that he was under the influence of a bad spirit, precisely 
the gospel says, says, an unclean spirit. So let's ponder this for a moment. Let's picture what is happening. The Lord is teaching, and this man is rebelling under the influence of this unclean spirit. The man was not possessed, but under an influence. The most literal translation says the man was in a bad spirit. Erat in synagoga eorum homo in spiritu immundo. Anthropos en pneumati. It opened at some point his soul to this unclean spirit, and now he was under the influence, chained to it. Jesus was pure, holy, clean, and the spirit was the opposite impure, sinful, unclean. It had remained hidden from this man's knowledge, acting and influencing him from the shadows, so to say. But now, in the presence of Jesus, the unclean spirit could not bear it any longer and disclosed its presence in a furious attack. It pressed its victim to reject the Lord, to get away from him. So I think we can learn something already here because we also could be under the influence of a bad spirit, especially if we open our souls to it by neglecting a clear commandment from God. If we feel chained to a particular vice, if we feel once in a while attacked by an overwhelming passion of fear, rejection, hatred, lust, anxiety, distrust, it could be the influence of a bad spirit. Because we don't only battle against the flesh, but also, according to St. Paul, against evil spirits, and according to the whole Christian tradition. He writes to the Ephesians, for our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, with the powers, with the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Newman, in one of his Catholic sermons, he writes, the present war with evil spirits would seem to be very different from what it was in the former ages. They attack a civilized age in a more subtle way than they attack a rude age. Now those subtle and experienced spirits find it more to their purpose not to show themselves, or at least not so much. They address themselves to our pride or self-importance or love of money or love of ease or love of show or depraved reason. So they don't show up so much, but they exercise their influence from the shadows until they are disclosed, until they cannot bear it any longer. So going back to the man at the synagogue, some early commentators say that the unclean spirit was a spirit of lust and that this man was chained to it. The spirit of lust little by little destroys the capacity to recognize each person, in each person, the image and likeness of God that we have. We have this amazing capacity to see in each one the image and likeness of God and also the beauty and holiness of human love and sex. The spirit of lust destroys this capacity, this view, this perspective. It's a depersonalization of love and sex. 
And we can see in the gospel three effects of the spirit of lust in the human heart. The first effect is that it provokes indifference. What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? The soul feels removed from God, distant from him. The Holy Spirit wants to produce union with God, intimacy with God. The spirit of lust produces strangeness, alienation. There's nothing between us. The second, is that, the second effect is that it accuses God, rebels against him. Have you come to destroy us? The tragedy is, is that what happens is precisely the opposite. Jesus comes to save, to restore us, not to destroy us. But the unclean spirit shows the seed of distrust and rebellion. And the third effect is that produces knowledge without love. I know who you are, the Holy One of God. We know who you are, but we don't love you. The spirit of lust extinguishes the love of God in our hearts, leaving just the right amount of faith to keep the sense of guilt and self-condemnation alive, denying God's mercy. So the perfect amount, quote-unquote, of faith so that we are afraid to come back to God, but we doubt not his existence, but his mercy with me. The spirit of lust is very dangerous because it is so intense in our culture that we could be like numbed to it, not really aware or, or, or vigilant or watchful about his action in our lives. Slowly conceding, slowly losing positions, so to say, not having a delicate conscience about it. And, of course, we should avoid scrupulosity on this matter, for sure. But, but often the danger is in the opposite corner, falling into a too lax conscience and putting ourselves under the influence of the spirit of lust by the shows we watch, the movies we see, the music we hear, the places we attend, the way we interact, the relations that we engage, the alcohol we drink, the weed that we smoke, and so on. One thing leads to the other, little by little, and before you know it, you are chained. You are under this influence of the spirit of lust. It's not just your own sinfulness or your own brokenness, because we're all born in the original sin. It's more than that. It's this sense of being defenseless, being overwhelmed, overcome by these temptations. Sure, it's all over the place. It's only a click away. It's the up-to-date normalcy. But that is no excuse. We know better, and we have the power of grace. We have the Holy Spirit that wants to work in us. So, okay, what, what can we do? What should we do? So first, 
recognize, recognize the bad spirit, unmask the bad spirit, call sin by its name. That takes away half of its power over you to be aware, to name things, to label things as they are, not to blur the limits or the, you know, or the call things for what they are. Recognize. Second, trusting God. No temptation is stronger than, than the Lord. Jesus rebuked the spirit with a word of command. Quiet, come out of him. And he was gone. So we should renew our trust in the power of the Lord. You know, a famous Colombian evangelist, Father Betancourt, once told a man that was enslaved to pornography to repeat this prayer when tempted. He said, Por las llagas y sangre de Jesús, Hijo de María, se vaya este espíritu que me ahorca. By the wounds and blood of Jesus, Son of Mary, let this spirit depart from me, for he suffocated me. It was a simple prayer. By the wounds and the blood of Jesus, Son of Mary, let this spirit depart from me. A word of command. I claim that he has no power over me. I am a son of, of, of the Father. I'm a daughter of the Father. Go away. And very quickly, he was freed from his addiction. Not from one day to the other, but he was freed. Next time he met with him, was another man. Trust in God. Trust in his mercy. Never run away from him. Remember, that's precisely what the bad spirit wants, to leave just the right amount of faith so that you will not go back to him. Because you're ashamed. If you have sinned, then you have to be humble and go back to the Lord. He's your father. He loves you. He died on the cross for you. He wants to forgive you and to restore you. And finally, seek accountability. You know, we are together in this battle. Christians, I, need, I mean, no? we are together. We need partners that will help us to somehow stay accountable. Good friends, a good community, people with whom we can be transparent, honest, and seek help. The spirit of lust roams and attacks when we are isolated. And together we are strong. Plus, when we are together, Jesus says, I am, I am in, in your midst. There are many kinds of good software for our devices, but even more important, Christian friendship is encouraging and keeps us, our common sense, alive. Because really, when we have a pure heart, we can see God. It's like we regain our common sense, our, common, our, our proper sight of things, our, the proper way to relate to people. When we receive a pure heart, it's as if out of the sun and reality becomes real again. We see things as God sees. The spirit of lust produces lukewarmness and mediocrity in churchgoers, transforms a disciple into a pew dweller, deprives our spiritual life of joy passion, growth, and holiness. It takes away all the fun from being a Christian. It makes it a burden. That's what the bad spirit wants. He's not so interested in our sins, but in us 
running away from God. But today, the Word of God encourages us to renew our resolution to fight this battle, to trust in Him, to overcome it, and to be restored so that we can become the men and women that we are called to be. So I would like to end this homily with a prayer. Lord Jesus, with a word of command, you expel that, but that unclean spirit from this man's heart. He might have not been aware that he had it, but he was under his influence. If any one of us here is under the influence of a bad spirit, Lord, pronounce in this holy mass your word of command. Lord, say to those but spirit that speak to us, quiet. We want to hear your voice from now on. Lord, we claim your wounds and your blood. And in the name of your wounds and your blood, we say no to any bad spirit. Lord, we claim our freedom as sons and daughters of the Father in this holy mass. And as we get prepared to receive you in your body, in your holy and risen body, we're going to open our hearts to your action. Help us, Lord, to stay accountable, to seek help, but most of all to trust in you and in God's mercy, in your Father's mercy. May we, may we never run away from you, but come back again and again until we are completely freed. Let us now renew our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. 
I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us join our hearts and voices in pray to the Lord. For our church and parish community, that we may always be faithful remnants of the Lord's peace and justice, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That as faithful stewards of the gifts God has entrusted to us, we may give generously to the annual appeal and share the benefits of our blessings. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who serve the church as pastors and teachers, that they may proclaim the reign of God to our broken world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of our parishioners who are ill or recovering, for all who are imprisoned, abused, or suffering in any way, that they may be delivered from every evil. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died in the peace of Christ, that the God of the living may restore them to life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That God will hear the prayers we now make in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers for the needs of all people, O Lord. Give us your grace and vision and a pure heart through Christ our Lord.
Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O Lord, we bring to your altar these offerings of our service. Be pleased to receive them, we pray, and transform them into the sacrament of our redemption. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right to give you thanks, truly just to give you glory, Father most holy, for you are the one God living and true, existing before all ages and abiding for all eternity, dwelling in unapproachable light. Yet you, who alone are good, the source of life, have made all that is, so that you might fill your creatures with blessings and bring joy to many of them by the glory of your light. And so in your presence are countless hosts of angels who serve you day and night and gazing upon the glory of your face glorify you without ceasing. With them we too confess your name in exaltation giving voice to every creature under heaven as we acclaim. We give you praise, Father most holy, for you are great, and you have fashioned all your works in wisdom and in love. You formed man in your own image and entrusted the whole world to his care, so that in serving you alone, the Creator, he might have dominion over all creatures. And when through disobedience he had lost your friendship, you did not abandon him, to the domain of death, for you came in mercy to the aid of all, so that those who seek might find you. Time and again you offer them covenants, and through the prophets taught them to look forward to salvation. 
And you so love the world, Father most holy, that in the fullness of time, you sent your only begotten Son to be our Savior, made incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, he shared our human nature in all things but sin. To the poor, he proclaimed the good news of salvation. To prisoners, freedom, and to the sorrowful of heart, joy. To accomplish your plan, he gave himself up to death, and rising from the dead, he destroyed death and restored life. And that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose again for us. He sent the Holy Spirit from you, Father, as the first fruits for those who believe. So that bringing to perfection his work in the world, he might sanctify creation to the full. Therefore, O Lord, we pray. May this same Holy Spirit graciously sanctify these offerings so that they might become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ for the celebration of this great mystery which he himself left us as an eternal covenant. For when the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, Father most holy, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And while they were at supper, to bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you In a similar way, taking the chalice filled with the fruit of the vine, he gave thanks and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Mystery, 
Therefore, O Lord, as we now celebrate the memorial of our redemption, we remember Christ's death and his descent to the realm of the dead. We proclaim his resurrection and his ascension to your right hand. And as we await his coming in glory, we offer you his body and blood, the sacrifice acceptable to you, which brings salvation to the whole world. Look, O Lord, upon the sacrifice which you yourself have provided for your church and grant in your loving kindness to all who partake of this one bread and one chalice that gather into one body by the Holy Spirit, they may truly become a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your glory. Therefore, Lord, remember now all for whom we offer the sacrifice, especially your servant Francis, our Pope, Wilton, our Bishop, the whole order of bishops, all the clergy, those who take part in this offering, those gathered here before you, your entire people, and all who seek you with a sincere heart. Remember also those who have died in the peace of your Christ, most especially Jerry Hannon, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. To all of us, your children, grant, O merciful Father, that we may enter into a heavenly inheritance with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your apostles and saints in your kingdom, there with the whole of creation, freed from corruption of sin and death, May we glorify you through Christ, our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. After the prayer that Jesus taught us, there's a prayer of deliverance that is in the liturgy where we ask for deliverance from any bad spirit, from any temptation, from any anxiety. It's, it has the power of the liturgy, the words that the church gives us in the presence of the Lord to ask something. So let's pray that with a lot of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
through the sacred communion, Jesus enters into the synagogue of your heart. Where he is, no unclean spirit can stay. Open wide the doors of your heart as you receive him with trust and confidence.
Let us pray. Nourished by these redeeming gifts, we pray, O Lord, that through this help to eternal salvation, true faith may ever increase through Christ our Lord. It's good to be back. Uh, I've been traveling around for a while in Argentina and then in Oregon, and so I'm happy to be celebrating this Mass again. Uh, and see you all. Have some announcements. Hello, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the snow. I have two announcements. First, after Mass, there's going to be a social for any AU students here. We're going to have hot cocoa right outside these doors. And then second, there will be a holy hour this coming Friday at 8 p.m. And anyone's welcome to join us. Thanks. Wait, Paige, so we have to go outside, outside now? Yes. Really? Outside these doors here. But what do we have to go outside? What, what are you tempting us with? Oh, hot cocoa. Oh, okay. Remember that. <laughs> the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace.